0: Do you think there's any gangs that listen to our podcast?: I don't know if the whole gang gets together, but uh,
1: surprise <laughs> so some gang members that have listened, for sure. Yeah.
0: Think? I think
1: so. <laughs> Let's see what these white boys up to today. Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah.
0: 100 <laughs> percent.)
1: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com bears. That's mintmobile.com B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint
0: Mobile for details. I've told this dude's story so many times. It's one of my favorite comedy stories. And he just hit me up. He's like, just giving you a heads up. I'm the guy you're talking about in this story. His name's Adam Bloom. He's a comedian from the UK. I, I, he, and I got it. I I was told this by a bunch of uh, Brit, British comics because uh, I was, um, cause, you know, I, I'm obsessed with stand up. I will talk about stand up. I'm fucking all I give a shit about stand up. They're like, yeah, they're like Adam Blooms like that. So Adam Bloom had his had a girlfriend who wanted to break up with him, and she said. I'm just all you talk about stand up. Can you go to, to dinner one night for 30 minutes, and not talk about stand up? And he goes, oh, Of course I can do that. She goes, You can do 30 minutes without talking about stand up. He goes, Yeah. Give me the light at 28. <laughs> 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 I fucking love that. <laughs> and he just hit me up on Twitter. He goes, Just so you know, I'm the guy that you, because you, I tell the story all the time and I always go, I don't know who the fuck it is. It's Adam Bloom. Adam Bloom. Adam Bloom. Adam Bloom. I just got into a bunch of, uh, UK comics like the UK comedy scenes fucking cool as fuck because they all do coke they all like they're fucking real you know yeah, yeah. our comedy scene <sighs> fuck man how did those two weeks go I'm going a drink right now <laughs> yeah you want give me a drink please the yeah right, fuck it dude fuck it fucking just <laughs> someone to acknowledge how great my arms look my arms look. Fu- look at this, I mean, that's like a fucking legit arm, dude. Look at that. It's very legit. Do you tremble when you flex your muscles? How? My this is my baby arm. Not looking too bad. Not too bad. It Looks fucking nice, dude. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about getting recognized? Because you, did you know people were recognizing you at dinner? Well, I was facing like I was facing the wall. You were oh, because I was looking at everyone, looking at us. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm not good at it. You're better at it for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I've. I think I always wanted it. I think you really. Like, if we're gonna be very candid, I think I think that I I think that this is this is going to sound like what is this neutral, real vodka seltzer juices? How about like a cup of ice? Let's really take this to the next level. Um, if we're gonna be honest about it, yeah, I really think when I was in when I I really think that there is a thing that. I say fame for lack of better words, but re- getting recognized that it does to certain people. And I bet the majority of people that got into this business, it fixed them. Fix them.
1: Yeah. How
0: so? Low self-esteem. But how does that fix it? I, I'll tell you, I'm going to give, I'm going to, Ooh. So like I, this is, what. this is probably way too revealing. Here's a problem with me is that I tell, I say things on this show that I'm saying to you Mm -hmm. and don't realize I'm saying it to them also. That's my biggest (laughs) fucking flaw. My biggest flaw. Wow. Let's do a list. Bert's biggest flaws. Oh boy. How fucking long. Give me a number of how many flaws you think I could just rattle off right now off the top of my head. You could probably do 10 pretty quickly. Uh, 10 was my number. 10 was my number. (laughs) And accuracy is not one of my flaws. (laughs) So, so, uh, no, but like, so we went to when Georgia was a baby, you'll never experience this. Interestingly enough, you'll never get this. When Georgia was a baby, we went to a very popular uh, preschool for like celebrities, went there. Um, uh, who played Steve Prefontaine? Uh, who, who's Billy Crudup went there? Yeah. M- uh, Mil- uh, Nardalos, Via Nardalos, Mia Vardalos, uh, her, her husband Ian Gomez, um, uh, Fred Savage, like a bunch of people. I was who I am today then, but I. I felt like a failure, because didn't, we didn't have any money. Like, I felt like a phony, you know, like... Uh, yeah. And I remember... Well, you're like, oh, I'm in entertainment, too. Yeah, and I remember making a joke, and it didn't go over well, and I was embarrassed for who I was, right? Like, I didn't have confidence to just stand in the joke. It's a good joke. Fred Savage was playing with a bunch of kids, and they were, and all these moms were like, he's really a great dad. He's really, really a great dad. I was like... and I was, In my head, I was like, we're all fucking great dads. It's just like, I'm hungover. He's not. That's why he's down on the floor, and I'm not on the floor. And so... And so then they were like, no, he is a great dad. And, and but they go, but you knew that. Like knowing, because we've known him his whole life, like watched him on TV. Like we knew he'd be a great dad. And I'm like, that's just, well, I, yeah. and then I just said, well, it's kind of shocking considering who his father was. And they're like, wait, who's his father? And I said, you, are you being serious? And they're like, yeah. I go, Randy, the macho man savage. <laughs> and they're like, what? And I said, yeah, and his mom's beautiful Elizabeth. That's You didn't know that? And then they're like, Oh my god, that would make sense. Hollywood kid. You know? and then someone came up to me and they're like, hey man, they may, they're like, You don't do that. You can't talk shit about celebrity people or whatever. And I was so embarrassed. It was my sense of humor. Yeah. And I'd stand by it today, but I was so embarrassed that I was this loser. That you know, like that. And then when I got success in comedy, it made me feel I was I didn't overthink things. Like I like not and I not even success like i think travel channel travel channel was like th- that's all the level of success i needed yeah but like i remember not feeling like a loser like i felt like such a fucking loser dad and then success makes you feel like especially when someone goes hey man i watched your show last night you're yeah. like oh, i don't have to i would sit there and right right right, right. over talk and be like oh i got these things going on I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. yeah and then i fucking face fuck michael in black yeah uh man that was like on the table on the table yeah. and then had to go to drop off
1: i'm thinking of by the way how i definitely have and w- uh, like if i were in that situation with your joke that didn't go over and someone yeah. don't don't do that i would probably get banned from the school because i would just become completely anti-social personality disorder psycho you know like Being
0: told, don't do that. Oh, would make me so crazy. Oh, it made me crazy. You want to know how it made me crazy because I was being.
1: Oh my God, I just had a flashback to being crazy. Let me hear it. At this dog park in LA. Yeah. This is not the origin of it is not telling a joke, but it, it is like a lady was in this park. Uh, and they have the in the dog parks there. A lot of times they're separated, small dogs and big dogs. And this lady had her big dog in the small dog park. So I go, "Hey, uh, little big to be on this side, don't you think?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, well, he uh, he's not." dangerous and i go yeah it's not a dangerous separation it's small dogs and big dogs she had a big fucking dog
0: yeah was her name leanne Uh, like a hundred pound dog because leanne used to do that with priscilla oh she'd bring priscilla into the little dogs i go baby she goes well she thinks she's a little dog i go but she's not and that's but but she's not yes but she's not and now i'm gonna argue that this is because they were women that they were doing this they were breaking the rules they were breaking the wow wow buddy yeah they were breaking the rules because they did
1: yeah and she, was, and, and she was breaking the rule because nobody calls her out. I just broke and, into a sweat. Yeah, well, she, she did the same thing. She goes, like, she's, like, harmless, and she thinks she's a small dog. I go, oh, do you think that my small dog knows that your dog thinks that it's small? Yeah. I go, it's, it looks like a fucking rhino next to this dog. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, and then she's, like, uh, she's, like, oh. And she started, she started to, like, say something under her breath. And then, I don't know, I called her an asshole and then she called over another man, like like he was going to, I don't know, come to save her or something. And then I was just like, fuck you and fuck you, too.
0: Um, so dog parks are a place where we're yeah. crazy and it's going to break down. Yeah, I, I lost my shit. Uh, when we were at this school.
1: Because I, I had to fucking, by the way, take my dog out of there because I could tell he was scared of the big fucking Of the dog. big dog. So I was like, you're fucking up this park for everybody, you entitled cunt.
0: <laughs> uh, when we were at that school, we had a the big closing day picnic, and uh, Billy Crudup had broken up with his wife or his girlfriend, the one that they had a child with, and was dating. I think like I don't, I don't know a new uh, actress, famous actress, and uh, and someone at our we had a big closing day parade or like a picnic, and someone took pictures of them at that picnic and sold it to like Star Magazine at like at our school. And of course, they all thought it was me. They thought it was you. Yeah, and I had a fucking—I mean, I had a kid, so I had cameras when cameras were like a thing. So, yeah. and I had a big lens on it, and so i, I it looked like it should have been me. Like, it, yeah, yeah, like someone was like, "You did have a," and then you show up with like new shit the next week, and new watch.
1: <laughs> They're like,
0: "Hey," <laughs> but they thought it was me, and I, and I, and I have that whatever the thing is where is I act, I behave guilty even if I'm innocent. Yeah, I behave guilty. So, and I. I mean, I, I fucking was like... Hey, Billy Crudup didn't think it was me. He he didn't. But every, all the other parents did. And I was yeah. like... And I started behaving guilty and fucking... And then I brought you the camera have, everywhere. because yeah, I was like, I want to make out, sure they yeah, know that I always uh, had the camera. Yeah. <laughs> New equipment all the time.
1: <laughs> Put like a thing <laughs> over your head.
0: <laughs> hey, how long did Bonnie and Clyde date before they uh, were were they killed? Find that out for me. I was just curious about Bonnie and Clyde. How many Clyde.
1: times have you been in love?
0: eighth grade well and i fall
1: in love easy i believe that but then looking back don't you also go oh i thought i was in love and then you when you know you were in love like they're different right well if, it's, like, if that's, that's it
0: then it, then it's just once because it was it's leanne I, I i could never i always found flaws in all the women like, well
1: finding flaws is normal you should yeah, find- but I, was,
0: I would be dis- i would be disgusted by them <laughs> like just be like like i, I and, and then i cheated and so like i i just i was never I don't think I was ever ever in love, love, love. Like I was like, like eighth grade. I was in love with that. In eighth grade, I I probably could have. That was like the first time I ever experienced love, and that was like hard fucking core. Yeah, like, it, it's overwhelming at that age. Overwhelming. I remember um, she broke up with me, and I cried, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt, I was like, "Whoa, this fucking sucks." And then, uh, and then eighth grade probably i mean I, I don't love like i i have i feel like one uh one of the chicks that i dated in high school i genuinely love her to this day but she's more like a sister yeah. like we were she was my sister's age and we you dated, dated her yeah i dated her okay. and so she uh but i feel like she's a sister like i feel like we'll always have a connection of of like i think we were kind of like first loves you know mm, sure but we were so young we didn't have we never had sex or anything um and then, and then I, I would say I, f- I, w- I was definitely in love with my college girlfriend. And then the one uh, next one, so maybe four, hmm. four or five, four or five. You ever look at one of your ex girlfriends now? And there was a chick I did in ninth grade. Uh, I and I saw her on Instagram. She looks fucking better than she did in ninth grade. Really? I know. I will pull her up. Please Let's, edit that out. Oh man, <laughs> pull her up. Just edit that out. <laughs> I Saw her last night on taking a shit on my Instagram. Let's go is. Instagram. Yep, that's her. That's her. Two hundred thirty-six followers. Doesn't give a fuck about anything. That's There's her shit. right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. She looks better than she did in ninth grade. She's getting older. Maybe I saw a picture of her. Yeah. Uh, okay. Never mind. Hard pass. Whatever. This just fucking spiraled into shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How many times have you been in love? I think
1: that's the thing. Is like that. I was making the point where I looked back and I was like, "Oh, that time I thought I was, but I wasn't. It was just like an infatuation." I think so, that
0: two of those, two of those, you could probably take them off my list. Yeah, I think it's three total for me. Three. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with solid three, solid three. Would I cover up a murder for
1: them? Okay. At the time, one, two, three, yeah, all three. At the yeah, I mean now I'd have to let the the one take the fucking rap for sure. I'd probably be like, "No, it was her." Oh, if Leanne
0: if Leanne killed someone, I'd be like,
1: "I'm uh. so sorry, babe.
0: <laughs> I
1: love you." <laughs> you call immediately. You're like, "Okay, just uh
0: go go take a shower, but Okay, can you clean okay Hold on, let's. Hey, take yeah, she's too. upstairs
1: right now taking a shower.
0: Yeah, but w- would you cover up a murder for Christina? Because here's the thing. Uh huh. I'm like Leanne m- murder someone, right? Right. And like, like, uh, like our neighbor comes over, right? Yeah. And says something. You, you just towed my car, bitch. Uh, I'll, I'll fuck you up and starts talking shit. And then Leanne pulls out a gun and shoots him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, "Oh my god, I, th- I thought he had a gun. Mm-hmm. Bert, help me. I would have to. I would. i I'm, Part of me goes, I would definitely help her. But then the other part of me goes." I'd be like, hey, listen, we're not going to cover this up. Well, we're going to get caught. Why don't you just do the time? Yeah, and let me be with the girls. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm not gonna, like, <sighs> we're not going to cover up the murder. Great. Like, you, there's going to be something. We're going to leave something out. Yeah, it's tough too. And also, that's
1: an impulse murder. You know, you didn't like premed it. You got to like plan. impulse it out. murder. There's
0: so many loose ends on that.
1: Uh, of course, yeah. So and also. I mean, the first thing right away is you're like, oh, did somebody in the immediate vicinity hear that gunshot? And is is someone to come right now? And then you got to like... Nest cam. Yeah. You got to start going through the footage, drag that body through the house. So then when the cops do show up, they're like, did you hear a a gunshot? You got to play dumb. Huh? I didn't hear anything.
0: I couldn't. uh, How many of these women could you cut up and dispose of a body with? With? With. Where you wouldn't be like, I mean, I can't even put a fucking desk from IKEA together with Leanne. Well, yeah, it's a good point. I mean,
1: I think one, who, the fucking hardcore one, really. Yeah, I think she would be, like it, Christina would be like, you know, be. All, but
0: <laughs> God damn it, I'm doing all the fucking work. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. I am just, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, I feel like the... Uh, oh, I, I don't think I
0: could cut up a body. The Spanish-speaking one would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't cut up a body. I couldn't huh? cut up a body. I mean, no, I think it'd be really hard to cut up a body. <laughs> how, do you, how would you cut up a body? I mean, if
1: you had to do it, you'd definitely want an uh, like a electrical, you know, like a chainsaw or something, but to do it like manually be fucking crazy. To, I mean, you got to break in to, the
0: bones. So you got to have like a hammer with you. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second, on second. Just type in how do I dismember a body? Well, yeah, but I'm telling you. But you got to You oh definitely have to break those okay. bones. Okay. how many pieces do you cut it in? Well, you'd want you'd want like to you cut got, the
1: hands off, cut the arms like mm-hmm. at the elbow, uh cut them at the shoulder and then you'd cut the head off. So you just have a torso? Yeah. Of oh, be the so heaviest part of me. Cut the feet off, cut them at the knees. You're trying to, like, you know, make it a lot easier to dispose
0: of. Could you do that, you think? No. You'd be fucking absolutely sick out of your mind. Do you remember we just tried to process an emu when we were gagging? Oh, man. (laughs) A human being? Oh, my
1: God. But the chainsaw did help a lot. I mean, if you had to do it, a chainsaw is the way to go. You got to have a chainsaw. Chainsaw would be the fucking. It'd be the shit. Yeah. (laughs) If you killed that guy and then you had a chainsaw, yeah. Fuck, man. You know, you got to have a room designated for that kind of shit.
0: Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeffrey Dahmer had people in his, that's Isla's favorite fucking podcast, is this thing about like murder. Mm -hmm. And why do women like murder so much?
1: I don't know. Maybe because they feel like they're so vulnerable. They're so close to getting murdered. Well, like they, it can, like you realize that, like, we do this thing. Your your brain does it automatically for you as a man. Whenever you meet a man or you walk into a room, without you even thinking about it, your brain calculates, can that guy kill me? Right? Like it's so funny. Your I, brain I, just yeah, tells yeah, you yeah, all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. You're like, I can take that guy. That guy can kill me. I walked into right?
0: the fucking producing room. I, could yeah. look around, I just look around. I go, lollipops. <laughs> <laughs> lollipops. I could lick every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so...
1: So, (laughs) but I think a woman walks through a lot of society going like, all these people can kill me if they want so that like you, you become like a potential victim all the time.
0: It's amazing that, that, that a woman would ever like challenge you in this dog park knowing full well that that's like crazy that, that she could, you could be a psycho and just Lose your fucking shit, yeah, and beat her to death. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I wanted to. I wanted to. I'm fucking oh man. It's, I remember. It's I, it's it's, it's enti-
1: entitlement. I think makes me rage so fucking hard, like real genuine. You know, we do yeah. like jokey stuff. We joke, but like when someone really is like that, I just wanna I don't know. My blood just boils, you know. She's like, like Well my I, I decided to be over here. I was like, What? You you know that this is designated for a reason, right? Yeah, but not to me.
0: It doesn't to me, rules it's okay. apply to yeah. me." Yeah, that makes me fucking crazy. I was in an elevator in in Canada one time and the girls these two girls were talking French and uh <laughs> And I said, uh, I heard the word etage, which means floor, but it's also the same word in Russian. And I said, well, What language are you guys talking? And this girl goes, French. Know where the fuck you are, stupid. And I wanted to go, Oh, you know, I could just fucking make this whole elevator red right now. <laughs> I could make this whole, <laughs> yeah. if I wanted to paint this red with your yeah. blood, I can. Yeah, yeah. Both of your bloods. I'll beat you. And then, but I just I had to stand there and, and <laughs> just stand there and go, Cool. Yeah. And uh, there's like a floor, please. There's like poor, you know,
1: 1300 men in the world who would have just beat their heads into the wall. Oh, there's more.
0: There's more. There's countries full of them. There are countries where that conversation does not happen that way. Oh, yeah. There are countries.
1: What? Yeah. They go. What? Fucking. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. We put a tire around you and light you on fire. <laughs> I know it's fucking it's crazy. <laughs> oh. God, I, just fucking, I remember shaking i was so angry yeah learn, g- g- learn what country you're where you are stupid you were in i was in well i was in fucking fucking montreal or whatever oh and so like i i guess i should have been paying it i, I mean i just was like actually i wasn't i was in edmonton and oh. i was like and, and I i just i forget that the fucking canadians speak french yeah, They're slippery like that. I forget. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. fucking, you can't trust them. And you yeah. cannot trust Canadians. Not at all. Canadians Not at all. are the quickest yeah. to fucking. F- yep. Switch it on you. Switch it on you. And then all of a sudden, it's a revolution. Yep. They start talking in French to each other. Hey, I so said we ah, did. Get yeah, fatty right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, like, manger oh, mon man, man, man. yeah. Mon amour. Donne moi tête. Ménage toi. Donne tête. Ouais, ouais, ouais. Mange
1: moi. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think... It tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners, plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout as 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code CAVE at
0: liquidiv.com. Getting engaged is special for so many reasons. You get to plan the perfect proposal, celebrate the love you've built so far, and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives The only part that is not so special, shopping for an engagement ring. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be a nightmare. That's where BlueNile.com comes in. Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. They've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. With Blue Nile, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. They are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns right now you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code bears at blue com. that's $50 off with code bears at blue com. blue com. this is my impression let's do some impressions today
1: you're but I should warn the audience, you're really good at this. Uh, this is my
0: impression. Isn't it cool when, like, were we talking about chefs recently? I don't know. I think we were. Okay. Were we talking about. Did you have good eating experiences with chefs?
1: Yes. And okay. I we talked so about so many. Holy shit. You know what fucking happened to us? We were in. Rochester, New York, and I didn't think anything of what that would be like. Like I was I figured there's there's when you tour as heavily as we do, you're in a lot of cities you know, mm-hmm. and then you're in cities you're like I guess we're just going to pass through. Right? Rochester like, Rochester by the way, it looks a lot like Serbia. Keep going. <laughs> so, Rochester, by the way, it's it's a fascinating story about uh how a city be, you know, really thrived at one point. I mean, did it well? Like, you know, bausch and Lung, uh, Xerox, Kodak. What? We're all there. Kodak. Give me pull up the history of of do you Rochester. Know, I didn't do you know, know this? how many employees Kodak had at one point at at in Rochester. No. Sixty thousand. Wait, what were so they that's doing? Like, they
0: processing film.
1: I mean, it was it was a an absolutely enormous Wait, company. Wait, the story on Rochester? But then here's the thing.
0: Is that the state capital? No. That's Syracuse, right?
1: No, Al- Albany.
0: Oh, it's Albany. The so
1: egg. did you know, though, that Kodak is one of those cautionary tales in business? Because you go, this company is a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. Enormous. I mean, 60,000 employees. in It's like a city within a city you see like their headquarters and you're like holy shit like just it's enormous right
0: yeah
1: so, so Eastman,
0: Kodak, Xerox, Bausch and Lomb, Wegmans, Gannett Paychecks, Western Union wow yeah. ragu so these were all ragu? yeah ragu
1: mm-hmm. so why what? what happened? here's the story of Here's one of the stories of, of Kodak.
0: Why is everyone laughing? Because <laughs> you want to do Ragu. Ragu. I love ragu.
1: Ragu. <laughs> ragu
0: is in the spaghetti sauce? Uh huh. Ragu. <laughs> I love ragu.
1: Ragu and hot sauce are the best. Yeah. Ragu, yeah, man. Yeah.
0: I can fucking go for some spaghetti. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: So here's the. Here, you want to hear this? This is
0: crazy. Can I make an assessment real quick? These what? are all things that. These are all kind of brands that definitely appeal to you. No, no, no. But like Western Union now with like the cash app. Yeah. Just there you go.
1: You're, you're exactly right. And so
0: like and so Kodak, obviously, I mean, this is it's all these are all businesses that. But this you're going to destroy
1: You're going to shit with this detail. Okay. Kodak develops the digital camera in like the 70s and goes, we can't let this get out. Oh, it'll, sh- it'll kill our business. No. And they don't patent it.
0: Oh my God, are you serious?
1: Yeah. So digital cameras, obviously, so they invent it, and don't even get to capitalize on it. Film becomes obviously less popular as digital photography grows. The company just shrinks. And now they have 2,000 employees. And they you know, regularly have been selling off parts of the company for years now. Um, so it had, it had like an incredible
0: decline. Uh, oh, look at that Kodak symbol. Yeah. Do you think, what are the odds that Kodak Black knows what Kodak is? <laughs> That's a good question. He just got shot, you know that? again and no he got shot at the super bowl he did yeah he got shot in the leg
1: at the super bowl
0: yeah and no not at the Super Bowl in la yeah in la there was a big it's a you can see the video of him getting shot really yeah there's it it was i think it was on melrose uh kodak black shot what there's footage of footage of it it's right there kodak black shooting no way yeah it's so funny to... if you said in 1972 a Kodak shooting. You oh, would... he's just
1: like chilling? No way. And then a fight breaks out? I bet, Black... I
0: bet fights follow his ass. Okay. Speed it up <laughs> so we get to the fucking... If you said Kodak shooting, it means something totally different. He's totally drinking outside the club. I really Let's enjoy see. Kodak Black. You really enjoy him? Uh, there's a part of him that is... So un. Did that door just open backwards? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Boom. You got gun. Who has the gun? Right that there. guy there? Yeah. And then he shoots Kodak back in the leg. Oh, fuck. Oh,
1: my God, dude.
0: And then is that person dead right there? No. Oh, I think my he God. Drops it. Of Bausch and Lomb. um, holy shit, man.
1: Yeah, L. A. is wild, bro. Well, who's this guy? That's who's filming. <laughs> he's
0: he was he is a helmet. On the paparazzi
1: or something, man. Those guys are always on their bikes and. Shit. Oh yeah, it is paparazzi. Yeah. Um,
0: that I, is wild. Yeah, man. and right now he's like,
1: man, this video is awesome.
0: Yeah, this guy. This guy's <laughs> like, I, I lived. I lived. You know what's so funny is uh, Kodak Black talked about the shooting, and he's like, "Yeah, they got me." Like, I think that's what he said. I, I started watching it this morning, but like, there is a part of Kodak Black that is really untethered to um, to the idea that, like, him and Boozy are like they say what they say, yeah. and I, 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 don't agree with them quite often, but I get a kick out. I get a kick out of it. I get like excited. Yeah. Kodak Black the other day said uh, he's gotten this woman pregnant. And he said, uh, if this woman has a boy, I'm gonna let her be my girlfriend. But if she has a girl, it's just a baby mama. <laughs> he's saying, in essence, yeah. if it's a daughter, I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> so I don't really give a fuck about women. <laughs> it's such a funny, but it's like He's is, he is taking what men think mm-hmm. to the level that we think it, but don't say it sometimes. And he's just saying it. Like, have you ever seen the the uh, the 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 parties with the, the gender reveal parties? You ever see it? Yeah. They do pink, and the guys are like, "Fuck, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Kodak Black." But he's just being very upfront about his yeah. feelings. Yeah, yeah. I really like. I mean, he's you know the, the reason he got shot is because of what he said about Lauren London that's why he got shot that's what i mean that's what i i'm, I'm assuming what did he say <laughs> i don't even want to say it but he said uh he said something to the effect and I'm, I'm paraphrasing kodak black is he his words are often more accurate to what he feels but he basically said he'll give her a year to get over the death of nipsey Hussle, uh oh. and then she can get it like like I don't. is it, she about she's to, fitting to be a whole widow out here. Kay. Yeah, and basically he's like, he's like, she's hot, man. I'll give her like a year. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm I, I not ah, okay, know. okay. But um, and then he, I think he had to apologize. But but, Nipsey Hussle's gang is the biggest gang in Los Angeles. That is the most, from what I understand. I don't know. I mean, I hope, I hope I'm not being offensive. I don't know if Nipsey Hussle was in a gang, but I know he, you know, was affiliated or something. Sure. But that gang exclusively is like the biggest, like toughest gang in and all. And that's LA. why they went out there to shoot him. And they were like, and and that's what uh, Ice T said. He was like, you, "Just so you know, they don't fuck around. Like the fucking gangs in L.A. are fucking next level. <laughs> they <laughs> do not fuck around." Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm so, I'm so fucking. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm happy, I'm happy that gangs are back. You know, there was like that. There was that real weak period for a while there where everyone was like, Do you remember gang violence? And you're like, And now it's like, it's fucking. It's on again. Respect. Respect, guys. Salute. <laughs> Do you
0: think there's any gangs that listen to our podcast? I don't know if the whole gang gets together, but. Uh, <laughs>
1: Surprise so some gang members that have listened for sure. Yeah, think? I think so. Let's see what these white boys up to today? Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Fuck. Sure.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting that like how that how that gang culture, lended itself to hip hop. Like it's interesting that that is the that is the thing, the that is the. Permeation that it's gang culture, maybe not sports. You know, wait, what do you what? like? Hip hop and gangs are like are like hand in hand. Uh huh. But there's so many aspects of 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 black culture that, like basketball, yeah, like there's so many aspects of hip hop and black culture that could have meshed, but gangs became the one thing that was like was dominant. Does that make sense? Like that gang members became rappers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Like Snoop was a gangbanger. Yeah. Uh the, the game. The game's a big fucking dude. Remember when I challenged him to a fight? Yep. He's a big fucking dude. Probably wouldn't be a good idea. I would love to be friends with him. Do you ever see the you ever see the um, gang member and the professional boxer fighting in the casino? Yes. Is it interesting You never wanna trade hands with a fucking
1: actual fighter. It is it's just a whole different thing, man.
0: It's, they don't they just they're they're they know so much more about how their body should move well it's like uh it's
1: it's instinct stuff you know like they like just the way they like slip punches and the combos and the speed of it all some dude who's just big and tough and throwing haymakers it's you know you're going to get you can fight another regular civilian and have that go your way but if you're fighting a, a guy who's really boxed you're
0: fucked dude i uh I, that's the one thing I wish my dad had got me to do is learn how to fight. Yeah. But my dad's like, just walk away from every fight. That's just all you need to know is never get into a fight. I got into one fight in like eighth grade and I won and I didn't feel like I won. Like I felt like a, p- a piece of shit and my dad made sure to make me feel like a piece of shit. For he doing kept, it? Oh yeah, he was like, oh, so he was like, you, do you feel like a man now? you feel like tough? you think that makes you tough? He was like, the guy wasn't that tough that I punched he was like, so what are you going to, like, be a fighter now? He was like, this did, and he, he, like, kind of humiliated me for getting into a fight in the first place. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I thought I'd come home and he'd be like, he'd be like, you won? Nice. You know? Yeah. Fuck yes, my boy. Yeah. Yeah, man, give me a bigger piece of steak today. Extra rare. Yeah. You deserve it. <laughs> like yeah. He just put me on a leash. <laughs> but yeah. no, he, humili- he humiliated me. Like he would, if like if you ever said the f word, you know, yeah. Uh, if I ever said that around my dad, he would light me up. Really? Oh yeah, he didn't like that. And my dad, my, my dad was like, my dad's progressive in a weird way. Yeah, like, but not like, uh, like he just. I remember saying it because it was like the word. I learned it when I moved in this new neighborhood. All the boys, when I was ten, that's when that's the, when I first heard that word for the first time. Slumber so party at someone's house, and then they were they called one Of the kids, a bundle of sticks, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and I and I remember coming came home and I said, call, I, I called my sister that. <laughs> she was eight, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I called my sisters all the names,
0: yeah. Everything. <laughs> oh. That's oh. so fucking bad. <laughs> oh and so I uh I remember my dad it's uh he fucking lit me up. He's like, What are you what are you afraid afraid you're gay? You like boys? Is that what it is? Why are you saying that? Why why are you saying that? You know only homophobic people say that. People that are afraid they're gay. They're they're gay. If they're then look, I'll love you if you're gay. I'm ten years old. I'm like, like, I fucking just heard it, okay? Yeah. He's like, don't say that word. Don't say that. Don't fucking say that word in this house. Really? Yeah, I mean, like that. My dad's, my dad's like, he's progress, like, he's very, very, I mean, I'm sure he's okay with me saying this, very anti Trump. Very anti Trump. Like, like, I can't argue, I can't argue from the center with my dad because he hears, he's like, he's like all the fucking alt comics. Like, you can't just alter argue from the center because they go, all they hear is you're alt right, yeah. And so the, and I can't even do that to my dad. I, and my dad knows I have voted Democrat my whole entire life, never once voted Republican once. My dad is that far, like he's like very very liberal. Like he really? has lost friends over it. I didn't realize that. And, and, but yeah, but he's also I mean he's a regular person. So like there's I see the I see like the. I see the things that he doesn't know that he's doing that is not super progressive, you know. Like I, I see certain things, but and but he has some blind spots. But he definitely you couldn't you couldn't say the fucking he was he just was that that's he didn't like those words, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I mean that's probably good, man. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, we were we didn't really weren't allowed to curse. Uh, we could yeah. say racial slurs, but we couldn't like say any cursing.
0: You know, that's amazing how prevalent racial slurs were growing up. Like just in, it's Florida. the way it should be, man. <laughs> but like, yeah. like, uh, like Florida is wild. Though, like, dude. and it's so crazy because, like, now that I live in LA, like, and you, and obviously everyone we're surrounded with is is very progressive minded. To, to even explain your childhood sounds horrific. To go like, I hey mean, I was just a kid. I was just yeah. hanging out. Like I, I didn't I I was I was the fucking kid.
1: I had a different perspective than you because you grew up there. Yeah, and you I, came down I there. moved there. And I moved there at fourteen. So yeah, you're you, you have like a some world view already. Oh, I didn't have and, any worldview. But I'm saying like of like other cultures and places and the way and the just casual nature of people's racism in florida is eye-opening if you just like arrive you're like at 14 yeah you're like what's going on and people are like what yeah and you're like you guys just talk like this and they're like yeah oh and dude's grandmas i one of the wildest things i ever heard was someone's grandma at a at a party at a at her house and and she just fucking man, I can't even repeat it. And it was, it, and I was just like, "That's your grandmother." And they're like, "Yeah, she, you know, she's old." I'm like, oh my god!
0: I remember being in someone's grandmother's car. We were freshmen in high school. She pulled up to the gas station, full serve, and she yelled out the window, uh, uh, "Fill her up on unleaded, and send out a to do my windows." And I and I remember being in the car going. And no one questioned her. Yeah, no one said anything. That's the that's yeah. the
1: part that gets you though. It's that it's not just that somebody says something wild, like and that that's at fourteen where I was like, huh? It's that everyone else is like, yeah,
0: yeah. You want something to drink? And you're like, um, crazy. And by the way, what's crazy is like, and the racial slurs that I heard most growing up were usually anti-Hispanic. Yeah, because I grew up with all Hispanic kids, and so that like I mean anything, anything to like oh, when, especially- they,
1: when they found out that I was because you know I'm yeah fair skin and blue eyes, and then like read right they're like are you a spick and I was like <laughs> yes, and they're like did you know Tom's a spick and I'm like hi guys, and they would like bring me oranges and shit and they'd be like yeah. <laughs> Did you did your family pick this today and I was like cool yeah uh, Oh yeah
0: Oh it's uh it, there was a and there was a big uh, the big one for us was Cuban versus Puerto Rican. Ah Like if the Cuban kids we had one Puerto Rican kid in our high school. We had more than one, but they didn't like one guy was like was definitely Puerto Rican. I think about him a lot oddly enough because he got into an accident uh when we were in high when we were 16 and he got into an accident. He came to school that day after in the morning. He came to school and he had this weird look on his face. I said, Are you okay? And he goes, Yeah. You know what's crazy? right before I got into that accident, I kept thinking, Driving's a little bit like a video game. I was like, Really? It's like I kept thinking, This is like a little bit like a video game. And he goes, And I guess I just I just like lost control and I and I almost like he almost died the thing. And he was like, It's not like a video game. I so I I think about him saying that to me a lot. Yeah. But like but uh, he, there was I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid all the things they would say, but it was that was like the fucking that was and but there were all we always had kids that were part Cuban that looked like you Troy and Dean can I've talked about them before their mom mom was yeah 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 like that, that, so yeah I the N word wasn't something that kids my age said uh like like that wasn't that wasn't a big thing yeah. and it was also like what part of Tampa you lived in. Where's that right. where that word got said oddly enough do you if you live in the very wealthy areas of Tampa or in the very poor areas of Tampa those For really, white people. Yeah, that's the white people said it in Carrollwood oh. in like the middle class. I don't think it wasn't I don't think it was very prevalent, but yeah. it was like it was a uh, it was a uh, conjoined with uh, other words like, you know, like uh, like uh, knocking. Mm <laughs> hmm. Like that like that was that was where you heard it, you know, I lived in a very poor white neighborhood, uh not very poor now, but I look back, it is when you drive when I drive through it today, yeah, I go, shit, I lived here, like now I drive through it, I took my kids through it, we were in Tampa, I drove my kids through it, so that's my first house, and they're like, "You lived here, and I was like, "Yeah, it was great we let it get on fire over there it was <laughs> fucking <laughs> yeah you know what's crazy is there were asian people all around us yeah yeah there's next door to us we we're asians right across the street we we're asians down the street we Asian. like there was a, a big asian community in this poor white neighborhood hmm. yeah <sighs> where's this Was it? What was it? Hold on, did you have a perspective with your mom being a spick? No, but no, but your mom was. Your mom was. Did she feel like she fit in when she got to South Florida?
1: No, really, she never felt like she fit in anywhere here, in America. No, really, yeah, dude. I mean, she's like, you know, she's a different person when she's around Latin people. Totally, you could you see her personality change completely. Really. Yeah, I think she always had, like, you know, some level of insecurity, which I understand. I mean, imagine you come over here. You go to another country when you're 30. She came over here when she was 30? Yeah, and, like... Wait, how old was she, was she when she had you? When she had me? Sorry, when she... Sorry, she came over here when she was 32. Hold on, and how did you just get older? How'd she get older? No, it's how... Like, wait, where were you born? In Cincinnati.
0: Okay, but she had you in cincinnati right
1: she had me in cincinnati when she was probably thirty uh five holy
0: shit your mom had kids in her 40s
1: no she had her uh, last one at uh, jane at 39 so so yeah it's like you come over to imagine if you move to another country at 32 uh-huh. and you don't speak the language she didn't speak english you know <laughs> she didn't speak english no she knew like 20 words Did your dad speak spanish
0: none he spoke he spoke korean no vietnamese right <laughs> Didn't he? Why did I feel like your dad spoke Vietnamese? Uh, Because he killed a bunch of them. I don't know.
1: Uh, He, uh, no, he did not speak Vietnamese. Uh,
0: He would casually use that word a lot. So your mom came here not speaking the language and then gets down to South Florida where everyone speaks Spanish. But we weren't in proper, to be honest, we weren't properly in South
1: Florida, which would have been a different experience. Yeah. You know, we were still a little bit above that. You know, we were an hour north of Palm Beach. So we we're mm-hmm. kind of like, kind of central, but not central state, like central coast. I bet your mom was a smoke show in her 30s. It's very pretty. She's very pretty. Um, but. You got any pictures? Yeah, I do. I'll send you some okay huge tits <laughs> uh, um,
0: do you think you fall in love with Christina because you guys are both children of immigrants um no, but I'm sure it plays
1: a I'm sure it plays a part like you know there's a reason like you align with somebody and I'm sure like that our parental experiences like our, she has two immigrant parents you know me having one there's definitely things that you connect on like you bond over that you know yeah you're like oh my dumb fucking parents said this today um and that's you know that's like i think all kids of immigrants are always like kind of nodding at that kind of stuff you know
0: that's interesting yeah do your do your sisters identify like are you the like never mind what i don't think i'm gonna make this isn't gonna come out right am i the spiciest of my siblings (laughs) that's what i meant to say Uh. (laughs) um do they speak spanish so
1: maria speaks okay she doesn't use it enough i mean neither do i to be honest um jane understands a lot like refuses to speak refuses I've, like i've never heard her say a word really understands a lot because you just hear it so much you know yeah so you you get that a lot in in children of immigrant parents of all backgrounds when I mean, there's people watching and listening right now they have persian parents french parents arabic whatever that you go yeah of course i understand because that's all i hear but you have to actually speak to get good at speaking so i probably speak the best of my siblings because i've spoken the most yeah i've actually because you're more a man and, and people want to hear what you have to say. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, I was, in. you know, I spent time in South America. I studied abroad. Where in South America? Peru? Yeah. Lima? Spent, I spent time in Lima, yeah, a lot of time. Did you ever go to Machu Picchu? Three times.
0: No. Yeah. For real? Yeah. I want to go to Machu Picchu. It's really worth it. Pull it up. I want to see Machu Picchu. Maybe it I'll go next worth, week. You know. Do I have to train for it? No. No.
1: It's fucking rad. It's a it's, you know, it's up in the mountains, man. And your mom
0: went to high school in Machu Picchu? That's where she went to school right there. Yeah. Has your mom been to Machu Picchu? Yes. Have you been back to Peru with your mom? Yes. That's a fucking badass city. That's pretty cool. You know what's crazy about Peru, which mm. which I learned I I was listening to a podcast. Maybe it was called The Conquerors, and it was that uh the the soldiers when they went what they were like oh we'll just go fuck up peru real quick Mm -hmm. and like this the spaniards and they're like let's go get them yeah and they're like okay (sighs) okay i can't fucking breathe and they're like jesus christ how the fuck and so then there were a lot of places that were safe because people couldn't get to them it's way up there i mean you will have a
1: headache when you first arrive in cusco so you fly you don't go you don't land in machu picchu you you land you go to cusco right which is like an old city yeah in, in the andes and you, the elevation is up there and, and it usually it fucks with people the first day.
0: What's the elevation of Machu Picchu?
1: Um, let me see. I fucking hate elevation. Yeah. That's up there. That's up there. That's yeah. pretty.
0: That's, I, I can do that, though.
1: You can do it. Um, so Cusco is not that high, but that's where you first go to. See what the elevation of Matterhorn is.
0: What is it? This is the highest elevation I've ever been at.
1: Matterhorn, what's that?
0: Matterhorn. It's in uh, there. It's in, yeah. How's it? Twelve thousand feet. I oh think. yeah. No, I can maybe ten thousand feet. So we climbed. We went skiing right adjacent to Matterhorn. Okay. And uh, and you could see the peak of Matterhorn from where we were standing, and and it was it's higher than where we were. But that we went hella skiing one time, and motherfucker, I I that's probably the, the most difficult. I've ever had getting catching my breath. It was like insane. Yeah, those when you
1: first arrive. I mean, I don't, I'm sure it was like that there, but like you remember having headaches. I, oh, I had, I had bad headaches, and they give you like coca tea, like tea leaves, you know. In, yeah, and they uh, it's like a tea that you drink, and it, it actually kind of alleviates the headache and the nausea. Really?
0: Yeah. No, I I the I I fucking I think it's because I party too, but I I can feel it when we're on a bus and we're going through the fucking rockies and i feel we're at elevation and i'm just like what's the fucking ele-? and i have it on my phone that's how much elevation fucks with me yeah And when we went hella skiing, i could not we were in like i'll say four feet of powder because that's what it feel, felt like probably two feet of powder like you just you could not put your snowboard on yeah. because it was sunk it, everything would sunk into the snow yeah and it was i mean it was not enjoyable super exhausting fucking terrifying I don't know who could do it. I, it wasn't. I wasn't my favorite experience of skiing. And then, you, and then, just in Switzerland, you're at elevation. Yeah, fucking elevation sucks. Yeah, you got to adjust to What's it. What's our elevation here in Austin? Do you think? I don't think it's, it's... weird. There's sneaky cities that you don't know are elevated. Like, uh, yeah, like Albuquerque's at five thousand feet. Really? Yeah, I think Albuquerque's at five thousand feet. What's
1: Austin's elevation? I don't you. know.
0: I'm pretty. I I, I can't imagine it's much, but I don't know. I got an altimeter yeah. on my fucking phone and 656 feet. Okay. So that's not much at all. Um, yeah, also elevation fucks with you. I, I want to do one of those, uh, not deprivation tanks. What are the ones where they put you in the thing, the bell, and they take you down below f- fathoms? I don't know. And then you, they fill you with oxygen, and it refixes you. It refixes you? it, would replenish. I was gonna say replenish. Oh. It, <laughs> it's not replenished. What is it called? Uh, is what does someone know the word of that thing? Is it hyperbaric? Hyperbaric chambers. Oh, uh. yeah. Type in a hyperbaric chamber. Well, yeah, a Hyperbaric chamber that is full of oxygen, right? Hyperbaric therapy, Austin. Yeah, you just found it. You said yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guarantee you, Kuya's got one, but they take you in. They, R- Rogan did this Yeah, they take you in they put you yeah. at like four fathoms below in this this fucking what is a fathom what are you talking about like, what is it it's like 100 feet or something or 10 feet 20 feet I don't they know. lower at you they lower you really yeah they basically they take you below sea level I thought they just close the fucking no 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 they close it but then they pressurize it oh. so that you're it under... mimics being that what it mimics it mimics it it's how you get wow. rid of the bends also Oh. But uh, they take you in. I think they do it for a lot of people with uh, going through uh, cancer. I think it, what it does is it allows more oxygen to get into your cells because you're drink, you're getting pure oxygen and your cells are are open to it. Yeah, you're like they're like expanded or whatever. So you, it, it fixes you. Mm. I don't know. Okay, I'd love to do it, except I think I'd get claustrophobic. I think they'd have to drug me. Do it. Do drugs. I don't know if you can do drugs and then do that. I'm, I'm sure really you can. can. I remember one time I did uh, diving lessons, you know, yeah, s- like scuba diving lessons, and I was having panic attacks until I took a Xanax, and I was like, I was like, this, you're not supposed to scuba dive on Xanax. Like, you definitely want to have your wits about you. I think for scuba diving, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, and I but but sitting
1: in a hyperbaric chamber, you could probably be high. I would love to be high. Oh, I didn't even finish saying this earlier. What? That I was in Rochester. Chefs,
0: chefs, yes, chefs, chefs, and God damn it, I'm fucking
1: bad. Yeah. I uh we ended up we you know a lot of times in these time you just go to like,
0: talk show called What Were We Talking About? Yeah.
1: Uh you go, like, what's the best place to eat, right? Like where what's awesome here? And so I found out that Rochester has like a bunch of good restaurants. So the first night we go to a place called Red, when the chef there worked at Michelin star places in like Napa, like in Napa, California. Mm-hmm. Like so he like Really, as a top tier chef. And then he's from Rochester, moved back there and basically opened a place that is that level of cuisine. Really? So it was phenomenal.
0: Am I in Rochester soon, Nadav? Do you know? And then the next night. I think I'm going, I think I'm doing Poughkeepsie and that whole run. I bet I'm in Rochester. You got to go. You got to
1: go. The next night, we went to Vern in Rochester, which was also. Durham, North Carolina.
0: Keep going. I want, to, I want to go to these restaurants if you went there. Bro. Yeah, I got uh, Worcester. 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 Yeah. I'm not and in Rochester. Albany. I'm not in Rochester? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Wait wait, 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 wait. No?
0: Salt Lake Did City. Did I not see that? Grand Junction. Columbus. Nashville. Baltimore. University Park. Huh. Portland. Scroll all the way down to the bottom. Uh, The Greek, May 5th, hmm. Vancouver, Hollywood, Hollywood, the fuck am I doing in Hollywood?
1: You're doing the improv.
0: <laughs> when? Why? Wait, in what July. are you, hang on, how is that on my fucking calendar? <laughs> I don't know. In July? Who am I doing the, why am I doing the, wait, why am I, hold on, why am I, why am I, what did I say? With With who? How the fuck is they have they booked the Hollywood improv? That's from last year. Oh. That's from last year. I was like, how the fuck did they know that? So so are those all last year? Uh Uh, all the Hollywood improvs. But I mean Oh, I bet they all are. All those July dates? Yeah, probably right. Cobbs Energy Center, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. Good job. You need to tell them to no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I pay some someone bang that. up job crew. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing I think about chefs, right? Yeah. I, I feel kin to chefs when when because we are delivering a product that tries to en- enrich your life. Yeah. We, when we do stand up, our only goal is to make sure you have a, a better time. Yeah. Because of us, and yeah. chefs do that. Yeah. However, chefs do it in more, a much more intimate way because they go inside your mouth. Yeah. So like they. They They get to, but here's the crazy thing. I was trying to think of, because sometimes we miss a tar- target, yeah, and we're like, and people are like, uh, and get the exact opposite feeling, yeah, and they're like, "I came to have a good night of comedy, and now I hate you." Yeah, you know, yeah. And I was like, "Does that happen to chefs?
1: For sure, Food poisoning? Well, just that or, like, didn't like the food, didn't like the experience, didn't like the ambiance, you know, didn't like my server, didn't, like, people get upset about all kinds of things in restaurants. These these experiences, though, were crazy. Red and Vern. And then, speaking of chefs, I don't even know if I, did I tell you this, Nadav? Because when we did Tom Talks with uh, Jose Andres, he hit me up. Oh, he's did he like, do a private meal for you? He's like, when you're coming you to DC, like, I'd love to feed you and your crew. And I was like, what? And I realized I had two in a- in one day, and then we were out of DC. You know, it was the end of the week, and yeah. I was like, fuck. Because if it would have been like we were talking about, if you have a one-show night, you can be like.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: I- and it's a Sunday, so my first show's at five. Why are you doing that? <laughs> Because on a Sunday, a lot of times your first show you you go on sale with is eight because you're thinking you're just doing one. Yeah, it sells out, and they go. If you want to add, you got to add early. You can't add late on a Sunday. You know, I can,
0: but I, I do all my shows at seven.
1: Yeah, but on a Sunday, you're you're probably more likely to to do like people are less likely to go out to like a ten on mm-hmm. a Sunday. You yeah. know, I don't know. So they added early, and anyway. I was like, well, the only thing I can do is have lunch. And we went to Haleo.
0: You, you went to lunch with this guy?
1: No, no. He set me, he he was in, he's in Ukraine feeding people with World Central Kitchen. So, yeah, that's who Jose Andres is. But like. Jesus. He, uh, he set me up at Haleo and holy shit, they designed a fucking menu for us. For real? Oh, my God. It's all Spanish cuisine. Uh, it's J-A-L-E-O. Um, it's It was fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. We, so
0: goddamn good. We had this woman come to our show in... I forget where the fuck we were. In Savannah. Savannah. Or Charleston. One of the two. Mm-hmm. Charleston, I think. Her name's Mary Brent. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did a meal and she specializes, I'm going to fuck this up. <clears throat> she specializes in open flame cooking. She is a, a chef consultant for TV shows where they cook outside. Like we're like, if they have a show where they're like uh man versus wild or whatever, she is the chef consultant that comes in on that show and maybe kind of helps them figure out this is how you cook a turtle or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Uh-huh. And so, I'm, I'm sure if she's listening, to this, she's rolling over it going like, that's not what I do. <laughs> you don't you don't listen.
1: This sounds like Bert describing a situation. Chef
0: Mary Brent. Uh, what's her name? Mary Brent. Isn't that from the Mary Brent Galene? She's an expedition chef. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. She's an expedition chef. So it's totally different. But this is her, like she flies in helicopters. Yeah. And goes out in the fucking jungle and cooks for crews and stuff. So she did an open flame. Uh, meal for us and just cooked everything open flame outside our bus like on a fucking big grill and just fucking psh, psh, psh. it was i got so sick between shows i ate so much fucking food <laughs>
1: and this always happens when uh, you get access to
0: something I, I ate so fast
1: bro you know i um I, I try not to even eat before shows i'm never gonna and and i fucking never drink you know, I, I do every yeah. show sober. Yeah, we show up at Haleo, and they are just bringing out—I mm-hmm. mean, plate after plate. It was like we did the sushi thing, but it's full Spanish tapas. And I was like, and then they're like, this wine pairs well with this, and this, and I was like, oh my god, how am I gonna do two shows? I had to start just going like, I'll have a sip of the wine. I can't drink the full glass. Yeah, I'm be fucking hammered and full and shit myself on stage. It was such an amazing experience, though, man.
0: I can't. I can't drink before a show. I mean, I, uh, I'm doing it right now, but uh, but like, I <laughs> show in Pensacola cold tonight. But like, I can't. I can't go on stage drunk. No, I fuck it up. Like, I can have drinks this afternoon when I fly. Yeah, I gotta take a nap when I get there. Get up, have coffee. One show tonight, so I can get through one show. And yeah. after watching Earthquake Special, I'm super excited to do stand up. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. That it's inspiring. Special? Yeah, and so I. Can- That's the best thing, by the way, is people seeing.
1: When you do stand up, seeing great stand up is actually the, the biggest thrill. It it's, makes you go like, "I want to do stand. I want to, I want to write something again. I want to get up there and like, because you get excited by watching the great stuff.
0: And and the great ones are like like Jenna Jameson when she was a por- when she was doing porn. <laughs> uh-huh. She was so good. Yeah, like there was something different that she did. Like the way she had sex, it was like she meant it. It's like she loved having sex. Yeah, you know she she can't walk. What? Yeah, Jenna Jameson got some like kind of crazy disease, and she can't walk right now. I've been really? following her on Instagram. She, by the way, she looks better than when she was in porns these days. Like these days, she looks great. Jenna can't, love, can't lose. lose, can't lose, can't lose, can't lose. Is that lose? her? Jenna can't lose. Is that her? Yeah, that's her. Jenna can't lose. She can't walk. Yeah, she got some weird. Go to go to her her go to that picture of her with the hospital bracelet on, and then click it, and then read the thing.
1: Thank you for your well wishes. I'll be out of here as soon as I get back. Love you. What's the next one to the right set? Go to sweat. No. Yeah. Do that. Oh, I thought old school Jenna. Oh,
0: okay. Fuck, man. She looks by the way, she looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, she does look fucking phenomenal. Yeah. She looks great, but um, she's been going through some health. I've been following. I follow a lot of one my, my favorite porn stars. She's going through some health battles. Who are your, a lot of your favorite porn stars? <laughs> I follow all of my favorite That's porn stars. That's a nice stars. photo there. There you go. She posted one on Nadav.
1: <laughs> How about right above that? Yeah.
0: Feeling grateful. Can she, is she Jewish? Looks like it. Hmm. She's sexy. What's up, she, I bro. guess maybe she beat it. I don't know. Cause these pictures don't look like uh Who's this her guy now? Yeah, her yeah. Who's he? Let's see. Uh I don't know. They they moved to Hawaii. And uh
1: what's his handle there? What's it or don't have to say it, but just click it. The, uh, oh what's oh, that? What's yeah? that? What's is that?
0: You're... What's that? <sighs> Holy fuck, what happened? Who is this?
1: Oh, that's, that's him. him. Okay. Oh, and then does he have a bunch of pictures with her? I think they have a kid. Oh, really? Oh, well, some real he, Jay stuff there
0: for you, Nadav. Yeah. Great. Oh, he's got. A, I thought that was a snake around his hand. Well, a lot of them have it. Um. Yeah, they live in Hawaii now. But she went through some really bad medical stuff, and she couldn't use her legs. Her legs weren't working that's, that's fucking terrifying that's that yeah yeah that's really fucking scary um all right we should wrap up man okay let's wrap up you Let's look get it. At, let's look at our list and see if there's any subjects we didn't touch on because we'll never talk about these okay you never told me about touring with the buffalo bills the tour of the
1: bills facility yeah was so fucking awesome Really. This is my favorite thing to do on the road now.
0: It's been, I, I did it for the Packers and I did it for the Bucks. I
1: love it, dude. It I was fucking, fucking love awesome. it. It's and, so cool. Yeah, it's so cool that they, they upgraded like their indoor practice facility and the like the, the clubhouse part of it. And, and they gave us like this amazing tour, locker room, weight room. I mean, it's like all bad. Like what you want to see, like this is a pro fucking locker yeah. room and weight room. Nice to staff. Like let us run around throw on the field they gave us a bunch of like official sweat. it was it was fun man it was really fun that's great and it, they have a top-notch facility it was, it was really cool to see that's i love it i love it awesome um i got to uh, butt fucking in the tub oh so mike cronin and sean <sighs> nix who yeah. were out on tour with me i heard they butt fucked in the tub well they started going like we're gonna do this series uh i was like what is it and they go it's called butt fucking a bathtub and I go, what is it? And they're like, it's that, like we're gonna we're gonna fuck in like different rooms, and I'm like, okay. Uh, and then they they were like complaining. They go, you got us you know, like when people are not grateful, you got us hotel room without a without a bathtub. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> and they go, so now we can't butt fuck in a bathtub, so we're gonna fuck in a shower. So then they they did like they filmed themselves fucking around like playing with each other's. Dicks I saw that. Yeah, in the shower. Um, and they said they're just going to start like fucking around in different like environments, you know.
0: I'm here for that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'll support it. You guys, put it cool. on a Patreon. Yeah, I said to, I said to well, I had a meeting with uh, UTA. We were talking about uh, doing stuff for Patreon, and I yeah. was like, I already do so much stuff. I feel like I, I don't know if I have time to do more stuff. Yeah, like it's kind of cool. Like I I I, saw, I, I'm, I just signed up for Patreon. I, like got the app and got my thing. Mm-hmm. And I started going through like the Come Town Boys and Tim Dillon. Yeah like there's a lot of cool stuff on there and so i was like i I don't mind the extra content i assume consume a lot of content and i was like but i don't know if i have time i have time to to create another project to put on oh my god what you call got and then i was like and then i said i wouldn't mind doing tasteful nudes on OnlyFans, and just and just have like send them to someone to kind of clean them up and photoshop them a little bit (laughs) But it's my body, but it's been cl- worked over a little bit. Worked over? Yeah. And I said, and they were like, that's a brilliant idea. And I went. And Leanne's like, we got off the phone. Leanne's like, did your team just green light you doing nudes on OnlyFans? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah.
1: Dude, if you started putting out like real triple X content, like this, uh, this
0: is the first one I want to put out. Okay. <laughs>
1: you jacking off? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would, I, by the way, I would I would totally. sign up for your OnlyFans immediately. Uh, well, yeah, right? I mean, how much money do you think I can make on OnlyFans if I put tasteful fucking nudes? Uh, like, th- tasteful, like really art, like get a, a fucking photographer and put out fucking tasteful fucking nudes. I don't know. Let me what do you see. think? Okay, this is the first one I want to. This is what I'd okay. like to open with. Let me see if I can find it. God damn it, I'm getting old. Yeah. I barely see anything these days.
1: You could really make some money, Bert.
0: I think i could
1: i think you could too is this gonna be something that i regret seeing no mm-hmm.
0: this will be the first one <laughs> yeah Here are can you see this <laughs> <laughs> so like and but i'd clean that up even more like make me a little skinnier yeah. airbrush me so that i'm look tanner so
1: you, would you have someone do it professionally
0: i'd have I'd, I'd take it to like the people that do the cover of gq yeah and then go hey do that to me but yeah, and then also take care of my cock. Like, make sure my cock looks nice. Yeah, have, you don't want it to look too. I don't want it to look like that one's too big. Yeah, too that silly. Was, uh, yeah, that was, that was really like penis pumped it up. And, yeah, ooh, I want. to I, I maybe I'll just penis pump it. Yeah, I still have that penis pump and just do like just a good fluffing. How often do you think I'd like Nadava? You'd you'd want to subscribe to this channel? How often <laughs> would you want to see a nude nude? Like once a week? I think once a week is a good pace. Once a week, only fans. And it's like, and they're nudes that tell a story. Yeah. So if I arced it and I was like, so like hypothetically saying like the first nude we get, I'm covering my eyes. Right. Uh-huh. And, and you're like, what, what's, what's gonna, going on? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. And then the next nude, I'm peeking around a corner. Yeah. And so that they build. throughout. But the you got to
1: jack off eventually.
0: I have one with my dick in my hand.
1: Yeah. But I mean, everyone want to see at least one, you know, full release.
0: Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? You hear me. You see me, but you don't see my face. Oh, nice. So it's just down here. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the machine.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm the machine. Oh. Well,
0: it's 22. I got involved. Here's what happened. Yeah.
1: Do you know how many women just came listening to this show right now?
0: Do you think, do you think, what percentage of women that are fans of mine would want to see me naked? most you do this to me all the time you're you're tom cruising me you're you're making me. i believe you like with the fucking leather pants someone hit me i'm like hey man do not wear leather pants on your special why i was like why and they're like they're like tom's fucking with you no i'm not you should not wear leather pants on your special i'm not fucking with you did you see kevin hart's gucci pants no (gasps) they're fucking badass get those yeah but gucci gucci um Okay, pull up Kevin Hart's Gucci pants. Kevin Hart, Earthquake, and Dave Chappelle took a picture. It was on Kevin Hart's Instagram. Go to his Instagram. And he has these Gucci pants on. They're so fucking cool. Do you think... Scroll. You'll see, there they are. There they are. Look at these Gucci pants. Oh, you can definitely rock those. Dave Chappelle's an interesting fashion icon. Like, he has such a different fashion sense, you know? Like, he doesn't seem like a guy who would be fashionable, but he is. Who's you know that? What I mean? Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he is fashionable. Like, yeah. he's into certain things. But he doesn't seem like a... He doesn't seem like a... Um, you fucking commented, hey, Segura, we need Gucci pants stat. <laughs> I did. I forgot I did that. I forgot I did that. Fuck, did anyone... Shit. I did yeah. write that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I need some Gucci pants. Yeah. I'm going to watch Earthquake Special again on the plane today. I feel like watching it, yeah. Uh, last one, Josh Potter. Yeah. I toured with Josh Potter. Yeah. A fucking blast. We went and played disc golf, mm-hmm. and he said, I don't think I'm going to play. And I said, why? And he said, because I'm blind. It's really hard to play these types of games for me because I can't see where I'm going. And I went, oh, we'll just tell you where to go. And it was fucking hilarious. Every tee shot, he's like, where should I throw We're like, just throw it as hard as you can. It's, it'll be fine and he ended up beating my cousin andrew <laughs> he did he beat my cousin andrew who can totally see he can totally see josh would be at the thing going i can't see the pin and we're like just over by my voice josh and be like uh-huh and then we got <laughs> fucked up on the flight home i mean fucked up uh, beyond fucked up on that flight home he
1: um so we had you you and i had dinner and then we were talking about it and you go uh yeah, he kept saying, this is very different than how Tom tours. And so I called him, and I go, how'd you? He goes, oh, yeah, I had a great time with Bert. It was awesome. We had so much fun. And I go, how different was it than how, when you tour with me? And he goes, well, I sleep a lot more with you. <laughs> like, I and I was every like, yeah. Night. And then he goes, and then, you know, uh, a bus or a flight with you, he's like it's like being in a nice hotel and i go and he goes with bird it's kind of like a barn
0: (laughs) we had him we we got on we we took we took a private home Uh in the middle of the night i had to be home for something i had to be home for something so and, and we got a fucking steal a steal on it cross country we had to make a stop but we had a deal on it so i was like fuck yeah it makes sense i flew Let's everyone go. home yeah we got so fucked up on that flight that john man's my cameraman he said uh he was he doesn't remember getting off the plane he just remembers that next monday like he doesn't remember any of the thing he said the funny he had said the funniest thing one time i he uh we were on, we were all sitting on the we were all in the bus one night and we're talking about getting someone pregnant has anyone ever gotten anyone pregnant and uh and we were like and i was like i thought i did in uh college but it, it she wasn't pregnant and then we were like oh yeah it was a close call and J- john goes I i had a close call once and we're like yeah we're like what happened he's, he's like luckily she took care of it <laughs> we're like that's not a close call <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Let's call <it> abortion. yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs>
1: oh fuck! All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.
0: We love you guys. Love with you all our heart. Look at these fucking arms. God damn it! I look proportionally. I look like a fucking savage. If if Stylebender just saw me, he'd be like, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, he would be. He would be scared right now.
0: Like this is a fucking. This is a lot of man. Dude. Like Brock yeah. Lesner.
1: That's what I was thinking too. Alright, great episode, man. Alright, great episode. Get those pants, buddy. Yep. All right.
0: Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes to toppless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call two bears one Cave.